1: Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, Please do hit the subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. In fact, it's three brand new interviews every week, a new one every Monday, Wednesday and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artists, discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. You can find us at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, acast podchaser npr youtube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcasts from i'm kyle mayor today i'm once again talking with damon alburn we're going to be discussing his uh, new solo album the nearer the fountain more pure the stream flows uh, the original concept of writing and recording in iceland and the vibrations that attract his various projects around the world of course, the uh, Blur Gorillas front man is also going to talk about his, uh, how his how his childhood drawings inspired the uh, song Combustion, uh, the ghosts that haunt the Tower of Montevideo, and the complicated layers of the track Particles. Uh, Auburn's also going to tip us off on what the Gorillas are up to. That does include a Bad Bunny collab, and how the next season of their Song Machine may be shorter videos made for TikTok. I wonder how that'll uh, affect the songs themselves. That's all on the way. Let's do this. The nearer the fountain, more pure the stream flows. It's Kyle Meredith with Damon Auburn.
2: I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Right in the epicenter of everything, I guess. Sure, the beating That's... heart
1: of America. Sometimes it just feels like Kentucky uh, in all the ways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to tell you how much in love with this new solo record I am. Once again, the uh the uh, the nearer the fountain, the more pure the stream. Um, it's really beautiful and, and dark and a little bit scary sometimes <laughs> just like me <laughs> what I noticed about it is there seems to be a more oh was a direct concentration on the poetry sometimes in an abstract way I don't know if that's a good entry point into our interview but that's but it does seem like that's a thing
2: po- poetry do you mean sort of saying something another way
1: yeah, I guess so. It, it just does seem like there's a different way that you're approaching your lyrics this time around.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I don't know, is it more considered? I think it must be a reflection of that period, you know, from like February last year to today, as we're still completely sort of engulfed in in the particles.
1: Was Was there anything then that gave sort of the direction, the slow build of these songs, the mood. I mean, it's a definite mood yeah, across yeah, this record.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes. I, well, well, I mean, it comes from uh, the beginning of the the whole idea, which was somebody said to me one night, uh, would you like to do anything that you never got around to doing, but always dreamt of doing? And I said, well, I'd love to um, take some musicians up to iceland and just stare out of uh, a particular window uh, and sort of just see what happens and play the landscape and how it changes and all the weather patterns that come in and then disperse and transform metamorphosize so that 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 was the sort of uh, the beginning of it and did that three times and recorded all, all the workshops and then um, pandemic, arrived and uh, had to sort of just abandon that idea because it was like, it didn't work unless we were there and all together, so that just wasn't working. Uh, and then I kind of left it for about eight months or so and then I really, I really really felt in like January that I had to sort of make make it into a record and to sort of express how I was feeling, you know. So, so in January and February... I took all the the sort of recordings from Iceland and then just started writing and making songs over the top of it, really, and tried to keep it in some sort of, you know,
1: arc. There's something about Iceland. I don't know. Anytime an artist goes there, I mean, it, it apparently has such a strong effect on, on, on art. Um, I, I wrote down here, you know, especially how it seems like you, you do consider the environment so much up there. Like... I've never been to Iceland. What
2: what is it about it? I mean, I mean, in America, you can relate to that that vastness and space. You've all you've all kind of witnessed that, you know. Um, As but I think what's amazing about Iceland is it's an island, you know, and it's also the youngest island on Earth. It's still sort of forming. It's you know, there's there's a volcano outside. Forty minutes drive outside of uh, Reykjavik at the moment. There's a huge open fissure, and you know it's very dramatic. It's like there's a big split in, in underneath us. And it, I think, I think, in just, 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 just from that, the vibrations that come from something like that, you, you immediately realize how delicate our relationship is with nature and everything you know so it it, it 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 forces you to think about things
1: I, I was i don't know if fair is the right word but i i was comparing this record with your other solo record with everyday robots that i have behind me here and i thought how interesting you know these two times that you put your own just your name you know this isn't a gorillas records and a blur record obviously anything like that and you have everyday robots that sort of um you know, as I listened to that one, sort of contemplated our moments in, in science and, and a little bit of AI in that world. And then
2: yeah, it's a bit, it's haunted by um, by androids and things like that, definitely.
1: But then to get to flip on this record right here to be so natural, did you mean for them to play together like that? Well, sort of. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I suppose it's quite nice when you get that strong contrast, you know.
1: Even as a coincidence, it works together really well. I love listening well, to it like I'm that. a great believer in coincidence. <laughs> coincidence. coincidence. <laughs> what is it, though? You know, when you go looking, you know, so we're talking about Iceland here. Um, you've done projects in Africa.
2: Africa, Africa. Africa can't be kind of sort of just, you know, I can call Iceland Iceland because it is like a very, a very homogenous uh, society and culture. But Africa is like, so complex and and varied you know it's just extraordinary amount of cultural kind of magnificence in with within it so so when you say i've worked in africa well that doesn't mean anything because i haven't worked in africa i've worked in parts of it and i suppose what why people feel comfortable i don't know', you know and sort of just looking it as one kind of homogenous thing is because I suppose it 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 is kind of imbued with that like primary vibration of for humanity. So, okay, I'll let you have it.
1: well, I guess I, I was going for a broader thing there because I, you know I bring up the the music that you did looking at uh, like Asian music, And what I'm getting to is to be such an artist, a worldly artist in this way. Are you looking for something like? What are you looking for when you specifically look at a place on Earth as you're doing for these various projects? If anything, they're
2: just all fascinating, you know. And 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 making music's special. I mean, I think it's the same for anyone. But just as soon as you 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 start overthinking it, it becomes completely moribund. You know, you you need to be able to forget yourself and it's a very kind of mind expanding way to, to forget yourself by going to and existing as much as you can um, in different kind of vibrations, you know, and I use vibrations because in, as far as music's concerned, that's, that's what it, what it is. It's that, it's that vibration. And then the space, between this and the next one you know so again darkness and light and all things monochrome
1: it's it's interesting the vibration thing too because i think for a lot of people you know music that comes out of different parts of the world will sound very very different i would imagine that i don't i i I don't want to assume anything actually do you find that there is a grand meeting ground musically speaking speaking with all the cultures that you've written with? absolutely
2: 100 percent. i know that to be the truth
1: you know i mean i know eventually it all comes sort of from the same place and the you only know? reason
2: i know i know that is because i get the same feeling everywhere
1: yeah which is what can you
2: can i define it yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm,
1: no <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's okay <laughs> there you go that's it that's it I'll take that. I'll take that. Well, I'll pull it back around to this one then. There, there is a line though, you know, and and maybe I, again, I'm looking at it to, to through the microscope here. There's a line of royal morning blue where you, you say, uh, you, "There's a at the end." You talk about the sort of the end of the world, you know, you've got the end of the world with me. That yeah. seems like an end of the world place up there.
2: Yes, exactly. It's not. It's not. It's not as quite as dramatic as it may sort of. Feel I've conveyed it because it, it 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 is a kind of an ode in a way to Iceland, you know. The whole so the whole the whole song is kind of it's just about Iceland as a, as a, as a thing.
1: You did mention uh, having a dark journey while making this record. When you were talking about that, were you just talking about having to go through, as you were saying, the early stuff, the pandemic, and how that all affected the music within this?
2: I was just thinking, there was that uh, that really uh, dodgy Eurovision film, wasn't there, with Will Ferrell? But the the one good thing about it was the ice Iceland's entry. <laughs> I really like that
1: song. Well, there is, a, and I'm just using the lines again from the songs right here. Am I in prison? I mean, it's the line that starts the uh, the the cormorant. Am I saying that right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how many uh, cormorants you get in Kentucky. Uh, and indeed, I don't know how many shags you get either.
1: I'm learning words, a lot of words through your album. Is, I think is what a, most a, about.
2: The, the, the two two names that we give to the cormorant is the cormorant or the shag.
1: Yeah, that word's always meant something very different to me, the shag.
2: Yeah, yeah so I find it endlessly amusing.
1: <laughs> how does a song like Combustion come about? Because that's that's a fun one.
2: It is. It's actually part of a much, much longer thing, which I kind of didn't, have the, the uh, I don't know, I, I either was sensible enough to admit or wasn't brave enough to to, to uh, include. Uh, it had that kind of vibe, the music, but I'd kind of got hold, my mum had given me all my like uh, picture books from when I was like six, over a sort of uh, a two or three month period. And it was like every day was the date and then there was a, a be a crayon, one of those cheap crayons that you put whole page coloured in, and then there a rocket, and someone falling out of a rocket, and then it'll be this is a rocket. Next day it'll be this this is a rocket hitting another rocket, you know, and it just and it just got more and more manic. All these pictures, pictures, and I thought that'd be brilliant just to sort of verbatim, uh, like you know, recite this madness. Of, of, of an overexcited child, you know. But I spent like two or three days, but everyone with me, I just wasn't getting the reaction that I was hoping for. So I just left it. And that's how we ended up with combustion, like it is.
1: It's still maddening, though. I mean, and, and it paints, it easily paints a mood, um, colors. Of yeah, mood. no, no, no. Was
2: no. There was enough my, my, the the problem was if I'd have done the other thing, it would have been too distracting in context. I'd just got from, gone off on such a tangent. But this way, it's still got that energy. That sort of, you know, the the, wor- the 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 head's about to explode, you know, and that kind of feeling, which you get in Iceland. You but you, you switch on the tap, and um, you get this incredible hot water that's hydrothermal. So all the water is heated naturally in in Iceland. And everyone has like steam rooms, and all they do is they just have a lever, just switch, it. and then it comes from un- the the earth into their into their houses. And I mean, that's an amazing thing. And they have um, they have seven municipal pools around Reykjavik. And bear in mind, it's only about 200,000, 250,000 people. So they've got these seven of these big pools, and they're all big heated outdoor swimming pools. And then they have hot tubs. Hotter tubs, really freezing cold tubs, steam sauna, all municipal, on in seven parts of the city, and that's what people do in, in in the early evening. They go and swim, sit in hot hot really hot water, look at the stars, then get into really cold water, freeze, see how long they can stay in there, and get back into hot water. You know, but it does afford you a beautiful night's sleep and. Uh, not wrong with that from where I come from, I tell them.
1: That's, I think what I'm getting at with this whole interview, too, is like the way you've taken just these feelings, these emotions, these visuals around you and, and put them into music. It, you know, that's it's not always an easy thing to do. And I think a lot of artists do strive for that. I mean, I, I'll also bring up, you know, the other the, the instrumental moment on here, um, Asia. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm coming. Asia. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like builds this tension within that song again that is a little bit frightening and scary. But, but it makes especially on that one it makes the turnaround on the uh, the Tower of uh, Montevideo that much yeah, better. yeah 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 yeah.
2: No, relief, isn't it? Right, so,
1: exactly, is a relief. But 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 the problem
2: is that it's a that that's about ghosts that that. Uh-huh. So it's even scarier, really. You sort of it's actually the introduction to a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels good so that's yeah, you know exactly but it's one of those horror yeah but you, if you got the visual as well it'd be a perfect start to a horror movie because you you know what I mean right that's how I feel about it today but tomorrow I might feel that I'm actually on a cruise ship uh in just outside Montevideo and looking at the lighthouse on the top of the tower of Montevideo that can when it was working could reach uh buenos aires across the river plate huge great expanse of water big delta uh, just to think that in the 1930s they had something like that and there was a huge great cinema inside this this tower block and there was a big ballroom it was a very decadent place and it's got a lot of i don't know it's really inspired me it's good it's, cool. it's uh, beautiful anyone should check it out you know, yeah beautiful building really beautiful
1: I learn a lot through your records especially about geography that's true That really is true that's great
2: that's that's no bad thing
1: I'll just quickly say about the end of the record too I mean um coming back during particles uh, and we get the fountain and the way again the whole album has sort of flowed like water in that way and and I do love how you bring that all back around and and is is the ending sort of an answer to the to the to the title track at the beginning
2: yeah has to be doesn't it you know when when we disperse, you know, I th- I was thinking today, it's like well, I kind of all the things that I'm singing about in that song, particles, because it is quite complicated. It's kind of a conversation with a female r- rabbi from Winnipeg, then sort of a kind of a moment with the Northern Lights, and then yeah, it's just a the whole idea of particles and the fact that you, you never really leave a situation. Most of you leaves, but some of you doesn't leave. And it becomes part of that reality and experience for some, some other thing that passes through those particles. Love that idea. But I was thinking that, you know, in, in like medieval, well actually just everywhere pe- people have very uh, significant ancestral kind of pieces you know whether it's a piece of bone or a or a piece of cloth or you know a stone that was touched by somebody or anything but but it's that that's, that's the kind of sort of ecstatic thing that the, the you know if they touch these things they were somehow kind of you know smearing some of the particles of the of, of the the previous in great incumbents incumbent, and then like wiping it on themselves, you know, like an, a kind of spiritual emollient.
1: It's the same reason why I touch the walls of places when I'm around it, you just, for that connection to the past uh, f- yeah, for me. Exactly.
2: Precisely, it's exactly the same thing.
1: It's beautiful the way you've all done this. I mean, seriously, it's such an interesting record. So my compliments there.
2: Thank you very much.
1: And uh yes. in the meantime, we're also spinning a lot of the new gorillas EP with the meanwhile EP and, and and that's such a fun one. I've heard you're working. Is it are is what you're working on the uh the next version of the um of, are you working on season two, basically?
2: Well, I'm trying to do something. I feel like I feel like I've got this bad bunny tune, which I think is really interesting. And we recorded in in a storm in in Jamaica and kept kept the The doors open so that we could hear the storm all the way through the recording, and it's got a really nice atmosphere about it. And I feel like uh, I'd just like to sort of explore that world a bit more for the next thing. Now, whether that's a season two—I mean, but the season two would have to be on TikTok, wouldn't it? Now, it's just like it's not—it's not viable to be making those huge, great videos anymore. So, I think everything's just got to go. So Jamie's just got to start going. And then I think we'll be fine. But I think, I think it's moved on to other platforms other than YouTube, isn't it really? The the dissemination of new music. So you've got to move the times, man.
1: Yes, you do. You've done a, a good job of that. I like what you're saying about that Bad Bunny too, because it sounds like what you were doing with this album is sort of infiltrating what you might be doing with the next one too, just with, nature being allowed within the songs that's uh really interesting
2: yeah 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 i think it's important as well isn't it
1: i love what you do uh obviously i'm a fan uh and um i will continue to listen um thank you so much much. and thank you for the birthday song too that was uh that was there you
2: go i mean you know i hope you recorded that
1: luckily i hit record right before the camera went over so yeah (laughs) yeah yeah lots of love birthday So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast go figure. Uh, No minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Now, also include a, a couple of uh, previous interviews that Damon and I have done together. Uh, this one, the first one goes back to 2018. It's when Gorillas had just released their record, uh, The Now Now. Damon and I got to talk about themes of isolation, recording in hotel rooms, and gun control in the United States, as well as a little bit of talk on the, uh, the good, bad, and the queen. This is part two of Kyle Meredith with Damon Auburn. Hey, man. I appreciate you doing this uh, i I was so excited to get a new gorillas record and to uh i don 't know still be at the caliber that the now now is. Congrats on another fine one man
3: oh thank you very much i mean i 'll never know what people think of it really until <laughs> I speak to somebody because i don't like i don't they scare me all those comment things
1: <laughs> well you've done a great one here and i I thought i'd ask by um you know, starting with a little bit of the uh, the, the gorillas, the the cartoon side of it. H- how close is this? Would you call it to a two D solo record?
3: Quite close, really. I mean, it's definitely his universe. I think we wanted to write a record within a record, and the only way we could do that was to sort of sort of zoom in on one of the characters and how they're feeling. Because humans were such a kind of sort of vast record in that sense. It, it a lot of sort of. There's a lot of h- collective history on that, you know?
1: I mean, I guess a lot's been talked about humans. There you know, there were a lot of guests on that, and, and this does seem like a bit of a reaction.
3: I think the, the wonderful thing about anyone's musical sort of journey is that, uh, you know, one thing leads to another. That's that's the wonderful thing about it, you know?
1: I know it's different, and this is way more of a traditional record, but it, it does seem like it has some relations in the way it's put together to the fallouts.
3: I'd say it, it sort of... It started with a similar process, just maybe I'd learned more about how to sort of capture those feelings that I was, was kind of sort of recording when we were doing Plastic Beach. It's a different time as well, you know, and that, that always makes... I mean, on this, this this occasion, it felt like it was more urgent to uh, finish it and put it out. It felt like it was, it was important to do that if I was going to come come back to America in particular. Had to be a kind of sort of you know an emotional response to what 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 the world that uh, the humans record kind of suggested.
1: I wanted to ask sort of about the uh, storylines as they go, because during Humans, we were sort of talking about how maybe it was, you know, looked at as one of the last, it was a, like uh, the dance party at the end of the world, I think is the phrase that was used, and I kind of well, wondered... At the
3: end of the world, the end of one world and the beginning of another world, the, the beginning of the post-truth world.
1: And that's why I wondered, like, does this pick up and the, the now story? Now, line? now,
3: is it, we're in that world, so, 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 you know, in that sense, the now, now is kind of in a dream, because... Mm. We're in a dream at the moment, right?
1: <laughs> I sure hope so.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if
1: I'd call it a dream or a nightmare, but we're in something right now, and it just gets more no, ridiculous. No,
3: no, no. no. The old dreams, are they're all the same. You know, it's just different outcomes. <laughs> it's <all> dreams. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you know, and I'll blur that line between, you know, the artist and... and no pun intended. <laughs> ...from the character, too, because there's a there's a line in the first single where you say, you know, I don't want this isolation, and, and I thought, yeah. you know, here we are. I don't know, because at one point, I, for what the way I pick up on that line is, like, we are more isolated than ever on our screens, but I also knew that you wrote a lot of these in yeah. hotel rooms around the country, and I wondered...
3: I suppose, I don't really think, yeah, I think maybe it's the views that you, you, you get... Get from higher high elevations that that inspired me more than anything with this record in America because it's just so elevated in so many ways you know and there's such kind of different meditations you can take from that if 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 I'm recording in in, in a room which has a window down on the um, on the air conditioning machines on the top of top of buildings and the uh, the sort of echoey sound of of police sirens through the high avenues you know it's a different it's a different sort of feeling i get than if i'm sort of in ketchum and uh looking out um looking out on mountains you know it's different but all these amazing elevations so that's kind of what this record is that's why it's kind of got that dreamy quality to it because it, it is it, it it does feel like you're you're dis- disconnected in a sense isolated
1: let me um, ask about another line in that song, then, maybe in relation to that, because the other one that kind of clued me in was, that's the ball where we be chained. That's
3: the now-now. And in the, sec- the, the, in the second verse, it starts with calling the hunter with the rifle. And that's kind of, you know, that's related to isolation in the sense that, you know, the, the hunter in, 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 who lives in the mountains in Idaho has a very different sort of um, feeling emotionally about guns a very different part of their psyche there, you know, and yet there's this crazy connection between everywhere and, you know, your, your sort of, the gun laws in America just so, in that sense, that's another ball that chains people, you know, that sort of, uh, we, we we live in interesting times, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you understand what I mean? Just, I know it's uh, a very emotive subject to talk about, but, you know, you are were asking me about the lyrics in that song, and, yeah. I, and I'm just saying they're kind of sort of, They're sort of, you know, I'm kind of traveling all the time and you pick up on on vibrations in different places and you sort of just sort of internalize them, and then sort of exhale, and something comes out. And that's that's how I sort of work.
1: I I don't want to go off on too many tangents. I I was about to say, you know, I'm pro-gun law. I think they need to be stricter. And at the same time, I just sent my son away to a summer camp, which is a uh, a fish and wildlife thing. And I know that, you know, that's going to be part of that. I
3: I can totally understand it in context of that. Yeah. In the sense of that world and that sense of space and, you know, respect. I can totally understand it in that sense. But you know, it's just—it's just the fact that 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 can't that can't sort of be mirrored by w- what the other aspects of it are. I just don't. I've I, it's just such a difficult subject, isn't it?
1: No, it's—it <laughs> ain't shaking itself out easy. And I don't uh, suppose that we're going to solve the world's no, problem. No. But
3: uh... I mean, at the end, when they come out the other end, do, 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 are, do they feel like? They came in. No, they don't. They've, they've changed. They've, they've um, metamorphosized into other things, you know.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll, I'll move further down the record. Um, no, no, more. no.
3: I, I, I enjoy talking about things which I'm not entirely sure I know anything about. They're, they're more instinct. They're more kind of instinctive and emotional reactions to things. So I can only kind of sort of work like that with it.
1: Well, I was going to pick out one of my favorite songs from it anyway. Um, and, and it, it's Hollywood. I mean, it's one of my favorite songs on the record. And, and, and I was thinking, like, you know, you, you've, from what you're saying, so here you've come out of the forest, you've come out of the mountains, and now you're right smack in the middle of just yeah, this. Yes,
3: definitely. <laughs> That's definitely what's going on there. Now, I wrote two, the, two, two uh, of the songs on the record in Los Angeles, that one and also the last song, Sukai. Both on the same day, they're recorded in the same place on the same balcony, but just different times of day, obviously. You know, and I, I'm really into the into recording where, where where you've got you know light and it's just it's just such such a different experience to recording inside a studio in the dark, so to speak.
1: And completely affects even the chords of a song. It, it sounds like. I mean, you of yeah, pick up on that, yeah. But,
3: and that's why it's possible just to sort of just go into a room and go right. What we're going to do today? Because you just absorb everything that's around you and then work with that. You know, I wouldn't do it. It's it, it, it's entirely sort of generated by by what what it is. you know what I mean? It's sort of where you go is what it, it sort of determines w- what's going to happen. I know that's that's really obvious, <laughs> and, uh, and because because you know that's only one side of it. And then in, in in back in London, I worked with James James Ford and and Remy, who I'd worked on humans with, and we you know every all the songs got a really kind of they were really investigated and I don't know it, we, we worked really well and sort of didn't didn't put stuff down to, to be fussy we just sort of wanted it to kind of
1: sort of emotionally hit you but know that song you know it's one of the few songs with guests on it um and you've got snoop dogg and you've got uh Jamie principal thank you but it, it made me realize you know so you, very few guests and I thought is this the first Gorillaz record that doesn't have de la soul on it
3: no the first one didn't either oh okay all right so it's
1: well it's been a while still that's uh
3: yeah, I consider them to be totally part of the band with,
1: you know, with family. Well, again, you know, going back to the uh, the idea of a concept of a, a sort of the 2D solo record, I see now how that fits in. That makes more sense to me now.
3: <laughs> right, okay, good. <laughs> you know, I just, I wanted to put another record out because I had one. So sort of, it's, you know, unlike, and I just felt... I felt it accompanied the first one, and 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 was. I feel strongly about it. I feel I think it's an it's a place which I've sort of you know learned to love over a very long period of time. But i you know I feel quite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's one of those countries where you, you you know if you spend a lot of time there and you get to know people, you really you feel feel sort of involved.
1: It does seem like it's easier to make Gorillaz records now than it used to be. Uh, is there a sense that maybe in this light that it won't take so long between releases, or are you even thinking that far ahead?
3: I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm doing just finishing. Literally, well, I tried to finish it today, but it probably be tomorrow or maybe not. Um, another record just going to put out at the end of this year, but that's with the good, the bad, and the queen.
1: I mean, you've had a lot of things going on your plate, so I know to juggle one yeah. versus the other. So it's
3: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, I'm trying to finish that, and I'm I'm on tour in in Europe doing festivals, but I'm coming home in between them. But what should be like? Because you're working all weekend doing festivals and you come home Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and that should be your weekend. But because I've st- stupidly started and want to totally make this next record right, I'm not having any weekends at the moment. It's my, it's my own fault.
1: <laughs> it usually is for all of us. I do the you know, same thing. Yes,
3: precisely.
1: Yeah. Another thing I, w- I did want to ask about this record before I, I pass it up, there's a, a track called 1% and, and someone... Yes. Had pointed out that it had ties back to uh, hostiles from the, uh, the your solo record Everyday Robots, uh, and I, I wanted to see if that was true, if you know, if that was a, an actual thing, if there was a reason.
3: I think they're probably from a similar sort of world. You know, I mean, it's inevitable, really, isn't it? Sometimes, <laughs> but, but I didn't write it then. I mean they wrote that in uh, in Zurich uh, and the 1% refers to the 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 marijuana which they uh, have legalized in Switzerland but being Swiss they've taken everything out of it that's interesting so it's only got 1% of whatever it is that you have that that gives it its potency. So you can you can you can buy like a bag just in the supermarket, but it won't do anything.
1: I mean that's a interesting phrase though to throw around that's when you're especially you're talking story. about America, you know, I mean that one percent, that's that's two words that got thrown around a lot in the last few years around here, meaning something completely different than what you're talking about. Yeah. No,
3: I know. But but I'm just saying I'm just telling you, I'm just giving you news from <laughs> Europe about Switzerland.
1: <laughs> Appreciate it.
3: And it's not fake news.
1: It's not fake news. We need all the real news we can get these days, honestly. No. Um,
3: Maybe we just don't need any news. I think that's probably what we, what we need. No news. Just turn off? No news. Good. No, yeah, exactly. 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 Not that you should be saying that because, you know, you're a radio station. And, uh, you know. Yeah, turn off all your devices. Don't
1: listen to the news. do listen to me. I, I do want to head back in the time machine just a second because 20 years ago and I, this ties back in to the new record or, or just Gorillas and Hole but 20 years ago Blur released a remix record called Bustin' and Dronin' I don't know if you've thought about that or heard it.
3: No I haven't listened to it since. does it sound like? Any good?
1: No it is good and and I was just kind of putting it on because I was I, I like looking at anniversaries and the big round numbers and I started thinking like given the timeline and, and I'd had Graham uh, Coxon on my show recently too and we were sort of talking about that era because his first solo record came out that same year but i started wondering yeah. if that was sort of the entryway at all in any way to gorillas because of the style of the electronics that you were doing with that uh
3: maybe maybe i mean i mean i think the first the first sort of you know i think i think william orbit had a huge influence on what i did next you know Definitely. Uh and I think I think up to that point, you know. Yeah, maybe that was maybe that was the first one. I don't know. They the one thing always leads to another. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> that's for sure. Graham had said he had uh remembered, you know, some songs that you were writing around that time ended up becoming guerrilla songs and I thought, no, that's so cool because all that was sort of you know, I know it's hard to pinpoint, nothing happens just directly, I'm doing this and here we go. Well I
3: mean that that's it's it's all coming from the same place as far as I'm concerned. Right. You know what I mean? It's uh you know, I'm, I, I see myself like, you know, I, I think I need to become an app. <laughs>
1: an app? You need to become an app?
3: I need to become an app, yeah.
1: And and, and how so? Why?
3: Well, in the sense that, you know, uh, then I can, can sort of make music with anyone who wants to make music with me. Because I like making music with people.
1: And, and you're the one who has to put it under the umbrella of something, of a name. Oh, my new band's going to be an app. I kind of like that, you know?
3: Not a bad idea. I mean, it's maybe not the best idea in the world, but it's not a bad idea for a Tuesday around nine o'clock.
1: Well, I guess what I'm saying, as a fan, you know, to Indeed. keep up with all of your different your projects, it, it'd be kind of nice just to have it under one roof. Like, I'll hit that button, and there we go. There's that sound. <laughs> I know.
3: Well, I've always thought I should. I need an algorithm to sort of actually put the, the all the the songs you know, into albums as opposed to sort of bands.
1: Key for Damon Solo, key for Gorillaz, key for Good, Bad and Queen, and key bad for Blur.
3: album, fast song album, <laughs> slow song album, silly album, only listen to once album, <laughs> another album you only listen to once, you know. I mean, whatever. An algorithm and an app.
1: Graham did say he was up for another one with you. Uh, you've got so much going on as seemingly bottomless creativity. Does that collaboration still...
3: Amazing.
1: He's on this record, right? He's on this album. He played guitar on Gorillas.
3: Yes, there's a very little bit of him. Yeah. yeah, there is in one of the songs. Yeah, no. I mean, hey man, whenever Graham's around, I'm up for playing music with him. It's my brother.
1: It's just a different umbrella when you have to call it Blur, but uh, we'll be. Ex- I mean, the mad By the way, I'm just giving you props there. We- I loved the Magic Whip, and to know that you all still had such. I'm going to use that word again—magic with each other, the chemistry—that was really fun to hear and everything. So if that happens again in the future, I'll be a.
3: Well, that's all. That's all to Graham's credit. That one—he's the one that salvaged all the stuff, got it going.
1: In the meantime, the now now is uh, just a great record. Oh, thank you very much. I love hearing gorillas come around as often as possible. But uh, you know, luckily, if with uh, when you're a fan of uh, of Damon Auburn, something's bound to be right around the corner, uh, one way or the other. Yeah, I just,
3: I just, what I I really would never like to do is, is, is. People to get sick of me, you know what I mean, because I was putting out too much stuff. So, like, if I ever, if that starts to happen, can, you know, like it, like you do to elderly elderly relatives, can you you just (laughs) put your arm around me nicely and wheel me off, please?
1: Uh, Sure. I'll say sure, but I just don't see it happening. I really don't.
3: (laughs) Well, listen, (laughs) I'm just, you know, preparing for the worst.
1: I guess keep preparing because whatever, man. I like what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing, and thanks once again for taking the time to uh, to, to let me nerd out on it all and get all of my questions asked. My pleasure. Right. Nice to speak to you. All right, you too. Take care, Damon. Yes, Brian. And we'll round it out with uh, one more interview from uh, 2017. Damon and I got to talk about the Gorillaz album Humans, which he started planning and writing before the uh, presidential election, but with the idea of it happening in mind, uh, made for an interesting contrast with lyrical themes battling against up-tempo club sound. So part three, Kyle Meredith with Damon Auburn. From everything I've heard from this Gorillaz record, it's, it's a cool record. I've got to say, though, is it, it's fair to say that this is the most different-sounding Gorillaz record we've heard yet, right?
3: I don't know if there is a gorilla sound so I mean you know by very definition it changes utterly every time we put a record out because it's totally new people that's true I mean the only consistent thing literally from the first record to this one is me everything else has changed all the people who who work behind the scenes have changed every record all the artists changed well no no that's not true actually myself and 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 Delasol are the only consistent things that that that, that have Travelled through the four albums, five albums,
1: I guess it 's that mood albums. that you bring every time that that 's the consistent sound for me it is uh
3: yeah, <laughs> yes, I suppose so my chords, my my minor chords maybe.
1: <laughs> I guess it 's this one though against everything uh, all the other records, this one almost seems more in line with pop music as a whole, and i don 't know if I want to say contemporary pop, but there is something very contemporary about it. As opposed to the other ones well which that's
3: good I mean I'm really delighted if I've managed to do that because I mean that that is literally a fluke at my age. <laughs> <laughs> That's, not, you, that's you, you, you can't you can't really uh, manufacture that it's just either it's just either somehow you you fall in with the zeitgeist or not do you know what I mean it's right not,
1: well I've heard you I talk mean, about this no. being a, a club record
3: yeah I think so I think so I wanted to make an upbeat. You know, I wanted to use my kind of experience to make a club record. And I wanted a club record that had a narrative arc so that you could put it on and feel like you've you've entered a kind of, you know, a a movie of of types.
1: Which is two things that don't play together uh, a lot of times. Club records and storyline. Pop opera. (laughs) Pop
3: opera. Well, I've been messing about with various... Forms of opera for a long time as well, but not on record.
1: What is the storyline this time around?
3: Well, it's sort of it. It takes place in a in a non-linear way, sort of uh, in a city, maybe New York, um, but it kind of a generic city on on post a traumatic kind of shift in what people believe in and how people. See, see themselves and see see the people around them in the near future. And I mean, you know, when you start a record like I did at the beginning of last year, I suppose I was kind of sort of, you know, I, I entered a dark fantasy where someone like Donald Trump ran for president and be, and became president. Mm-hmm. And kind of strangely, as I'm the, the sort of the closer I got to finishing the record, the closer that dark fantasy became reality. But you know, it's not about Donald Trump. It's it's it. He's just a manifestation of that, of that malign kind of sort of quantum not quantum, but that that malign sort of shift in 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 how we feel about our surroundings and the people that we exist closely with. You know, and it's kind of I wanted to make a record where where people were out that night drinking and talking about communicating with each other and the kind of that sense of uneasiness, but that sort of Sense of exhilaration because you know we, we 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 all get kind of sort of slightly I don't know um, our adrenaline is 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 affected regularly by by the sort of crazy information loops that are projected out you know and mm-hmm. the sort of the non the 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 mistruths that that that, that, that get propagated and the the conversation the madness of social media and so yeah all of those sort of things were in my head all the time you know and the conversations i had with all the the uh, me, the artists that, that that we collaborated with were were kind of sort of you know initiated by that imagine that imagine a night in the near future when you're out and something has happened that you never thought was possible how would you feel about it
1: how do you deal with it with all the people around you how
3: do you deal with it exactly yeah. how do you deal with it exactly so that was it, but, but that's a loose narrative you know what I mean
1: mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Um, but that but, but, that was definitely a big a big kind of sort of starting point for every conversation with every artist I mean at the beginning you know when I was working with the beginning they were going oh yeah well obviously this, that's never going to happen and then <laughs> I've sort of got more and more, more and more kind of sort of emails at the end of the year going you, you know oh shit
1: it <laughs> did happen <laughs> well that's that's what I'm finding is a really interesting time because a lot of artists that I'm talking to right now who've especially written you know similar themes and everything it all started out as a what if because every album that's releasing now was probably written at the beginning of the year and yeah. so what wasn't it not exactly a protest song
3: yeah it's kind of straight that, that is interesting and I mean and I think obviously there's going to be a a whole swathe of, of music that will come out sort of later this year from people who are reacting to, to the actual, to it actually happening. You know, I was reacting to the idea of it happening, the sense, the sort of the energy, in you know, indefinable at first, but became more and more kind of sort of loud and became deafening and then became madness.
1: I mean, I can't help but thinking of your uh, title Demon Days, suddenly... <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: No. Well, I mean, there's a there's a line. I mean, we we sang that tune on Friday at our gig. It was the last tune we did, and you know, there's there, there's a line in the chorus that goes, "When lies become reality, you know, we drug ourselves with we we, we numb ourselves with drugs and TV." And I mean, it's you know that was written uh, twelve years ago.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: pretty, that could that could that could fit into the narrative now perfectly.
1: All right. Unfortunately.
3: Unfortunately. Yeah. No. I've never. <laughs> But I feel like you have to kind of face these things you know being to, to make popular music that's negative in a sense or or kind of full you know deals with deals with the, the sort of darker side of stuff is quite quite a challenge because unfortunately most pop music is very saccharine and very uh, very sort of manufactured sure. you know and very very programmable because you know, um, uh, um, a disc jockey on a on a kind of sort of uh, a feel good, no pun intended, uh, radio station in in I don't know wherever. I'm I'm going to pick the middle of America just because uh-huh. it needs that's kind of that's right place. You know, they don't they're, and they they're not going to play a song that goes on. That was Demon Days. You know what I mean? They're just not <laughs> because it's like where does that take their narrative in the middle of a sunny day really? in, in in Texas? So it's quite difficult. It's quite a challenge.
1: Pulled it off. I mean, you that really was
3: didn't. that was. I killed myself. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not going to happen. I want that was your love's so great. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm being very generalised. But you know what I mean. I do. It's,
1: yeah.
3: It's quite hard to fit in with that sort of programmable music, which inevitably becomes the thing that the majority of people who don't necessarily search out other alternate kind of sort of realities. That's all they've got. That's all they're given, and that's that's what we're fighting always. That sort of giving people a sort of more breadth of experience through music, through art, through information, you know, and not allowing, and not allowing the kind of the malign forces of commercialism and misinformation to to. To control everything,
1: and I guess for a, a, for good reason, it seems like this has been on your mind for a while, and, and mine as well. Because I don't know, it. Can well, I think I...
3: it's on any. I think it's on any intelligent person's mind. Sure, yeah. How can it not be? It's kind of this. You know, we're we we we've been we've been force-fed lies
1: <laughs> for a while.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I mean the whole fucking global warming is not happening thing is oh. just that's really tragic. That.
1: And that's what we're hearing this morning about him, you know, being true to his threat about rolling back all the EPA uh, bits I and... Know, and, and, and
3: just no. Has the man actually traveled around the world? Has right. he actually seen the world? No, he hasn't. He's seen, a, a, you know, essentially his, his gilded penthouse, his gilded golf course, and things of that ilk. Yeah. He hasn't kind of camped out in in, in in the Brazilian rainforest. He hasn't um, walked through walked through the back streets of Kinshasa. He hasn't... Do you know what I mean?
1: He's mm-hmm. just, he
3: just, he's, he's, it's his the ivory experience
1: tower. Yeah. The
3: ivory tower, exactly.
1: Is, is it fair to draw a line or maybe even a continuation from where you left off on Everyday Robots and especially the themes there? Because that feels like this is the next step of that. Especially... I mean, playing two sides of the coin of everyday robots and humans.
3: Yeah, I suppose that they're connected, but I mean, it's kind of, it's still, both things are me, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think these are the ways that we communicate with each other now. So music kind of, and and, and songwriting for me has to kind of go through that filter.
1: I think the, you know, I expect these two records will will play nice together, and again in the most unfortunate of ways. <laughs> but as yeah. far as uh, arts, yeah, you know, I'm
3: sorry, I'm sorry to be on <laughs> such a bummer, but at least this time I've made it like a, sound a bit more
1: like a party. It really is, and I want to bring up the you know one of the first singles too, because "We Got the Power" is is a great yeah, that's positive. Song. That is positive. Right. And especially following, I guess, Hallelujah, Money, because you know, for that to be the first sounds of 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 the new Gorillas and giving us yeah, I mean,
3: I mean that that was I mean, you know, I mean, no one no one in their right mind sort of puts out the last song on a record as the first thing, (laughs) you know, but but you know, it was honestly written for the imaginary inauguration, Uh, so it had we had to sort of briefly air it on that day because that's what it was written for. It was it was it imagined that moment.
1: I mean, it would have been a missed opportunity otherwise. <laughs>
3: it would have been a missed opportunity, but I mean, I was aware that we were, uh, you know, confusing something, you know. But it's okay now. Hopefully, I mean, everyone now understands that it is a it is a part of the party record I said it was going to be, right? And not a sort of free for all time with a kind of the ghost of Paul Robeson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Party for the end of the world. That's the old. Uh, that's the old yeah. line, right? Yeah. And I heard you got. Uh, I mean, the special guest on it with. Um, I'm losing the name now, Jenny Beth, and uh, and I guess Noel Gallagher is on it as well. I, I guess I just I and
0: mean, Dram. right? And
1: Dram. I mean, you that's, had to know, by the way, on that. you were going to blow up the internet once you announced that Noel was on the uh, the record as well. So,
3: but there's something. I mean, he's my he's my mate, and it was kind of you know, it, it, it was not easy to find a place for him on this record for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But uh you know that tune that tune you know I think personally for the two of us it was nice to sing that line and With... it meant something.
1: Right. And I guess I'd, I I would love to you know ask the very obvious question um we've got the power to what?
3: Be loving each other no matter what happens in the sense of we've got we we've got we we've got the power to sort of see through all of the bullshit and just like Treat each other like human beings, whoever we are, wherever we are,
1: and it's such a difficult idea right now for the division. It,
3: it seems to be, but I just—it's sort of, you know, it's the only way we're gonna we're gonna ever, 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 sort of march in the same same direction. Kind of hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Well, it is? I mean, we're not gonna do it any other way, are we?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the way it's always worked. We're not.
3: It's not gonna happen if we allow religion to kind of sort of. Dictate to us. It's not going to happen if we allow kind of commercial concerns to dictate to us. It's only going to happen if we're sort of humanists.
1: Uh, of all of the socially reflective songs coming out, uh, uh, you know, it has been nice to see the ones that are saying that are still kind of eyeing the whole game but putting it in a positive light. You know, to try to bring. Well, that's it why I put
3: it at the end of the end of the album because it really didn't fit anywhere else. And in a way, it's a kind of it's a bit of a it's a bit of the the cuckoo in the nest that one, mm-hmm. you know. Does it but sound... I kind of see it in, in 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 my in my kind of sort of dark twisted fantasy about you know yet another end of the world scenario. Um, it it's the kind of it's 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 the title music at the end where you know at least you don't leave the cinema kind of thinking that all hope is is lost.
1: A nice bow on it.
3: It's my Hollywood. It's my Hollywood ending, basically. That's
1: nice. Well, sometimes we need the Hollywood ending. It's true. Well, yeah, we do. Yeah. I, I like a Hollywood ending. Do you? Uh, do you? I, I don't know what you guys were going for specifically on the music for that one, but do you sense the nostalgia in the music? There's something about that song that actually takes me back to you know in your early days a little bit, and what was happening in the Brit scene yeah. at that point. I
3: mean, I mean, you know, at one point that song had Graham Coxon, Noel Gallagher, and myself.
1: Yeah, well, there and go. was a
3: testosterone-fueled kind of sort of homage to the glory days of Britpop, um, guitars and everything. But it didn't fit on the record at all. And I was going to not even put it on the record. I just thought, well, maybe i will do this at some other point in the future. But because it's not working, and then, you know, I realised that I should, I should persevere with it. So I just stripped it down and 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 took out all the rock elements to it, um, and made it purely electronic. And then, you know, sort of. Because there's so many songs on the album which are kind of conversations between men and women, mm-hmm. I thought, let's find someone with a kind of sort of you know with their own power and their own sort of sense and vision of the world, and you know make mm-hmm. it make, make it something for everyone. So we so literally we've got the power, men and women, we've all got that to mm-hmm. work together.
1: Yeah, I love it, and it does. I mean, it it does that nice thing. It it, it there is something you know, reminiscent about the whole thing, but it sounds very uh, current. And I will use that silly word again, contemporary. And also,
3: you know, if pe- <laughs> people in America are going to be able to say we've got the power of French. Okay. <laughs> there <laughs> you <laughs> are,
1: teaching us. <laughs> we don't want to learn <laughs> other languages. Well.
3: Positive and educational. Speak
1: American, Damon.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, thank you so much for talking today. I cannot wait to get yeah, no, the this record and everything this year, so... Cheers, man. Thanks right. for your time. And again, my thanks to Damon Auburn. The new album is called The Nearer the Fountain, More Pure the Stream Flows. Thanks to you as well uh, for uh, checking out this episode. Please do hit that subscribe button again so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out. Three brand new interviews every single week at all the usual spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR. YouTube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcast from subscribe to Kyle Meredith with after that head over to WFPK.org where I do a show Monday through Friday 6 p.m. Eastern. That's an hour full of song premieres music news anniversary spins and bonus interviews Monday through Friday 6 p.m. Eastern at wfpk.org consequence has your music and film news you can also find me on the uh, social media spots uh that's instagram twitter and facebook all three of them at kyle meredith over on tiktok at kyle m meredith i do hope you like and follow along that does it for another edition i'm kyle meredith i'll see you next time